This is the Adirondack Books and Beyond podcast. Here we go. Oh, what a hog! Take them, Corey. Oh boy. Hey guys, welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. It's Adam, Corey, Brad, and myself tonight, and uh, sitting around a fire, and I don't think we really have any direction we're going to go, but we're just going to kind of shoot the breeze like always and see where the conversation goes. Got plenty to talk about, that's for sure. <laughs> we sure yeah. do. Yeah, or do you guys want to... I was hunt stock, boys. Awesome. What a time. It yep, was awesome. Hunt stock was awesome. It was... Uh, I mean, I'll just, I just want to say this first, Patrick guy at, I mean, I've told everybody this, that he did an absolutely amazing job. Um, that thing's going to be huge within the next couple of years. You're going to see all the big names there. Yeah, it was very, for the, be it being the first year, it was extremely well organized. You would have thought that this was its, you know, 10th year, by the way, everything was, was, uh, you know, just it, everything was flowing. Nothing, there was nothing about it that seemed like this was their first time. No, no, it was awesome. Got to meet a lot of cool people. Got to meet Hal Blood. Um, I was I was there at the Just Hunt Club booth because as I, anyone who's seen the YouTube videos, um, I'm interning with them. I don't think that's a secret anymore. Everyone knows that. And uh, so I was at their booth doing that, and that was a ton of fun. Got to meet a ton of people there, and uh, yeah, yeah. And as uh, so Brad and I decided, yeah, we'll take the trip. We'll take the trip out there and. We'd, uh, you know, go and support Bailey and the, and the, the Just Hunt Club guys, but we'd also, there was a lot of other stuff we wanted to check out too. Right. And, uh, man, we had a freaking ball. Yeah, we did. It was really cool to see. As soon as we walked in one of the main buildings, the first person we are standing there is Hal Blood, you know, yep. which was just so cool to see mm-hmm. Hal in person. Um, just and as then, you'd expect him. Yeah, absolutely. Right? He's, he's exactly as you would expect him. I mean, he just looked, it looks just like the guy in the pictures. Um, but it was really also cool to see there's a lot of people right now that are doing the same thing as us. You know, certainly some that are, you know, more along the way, I suppose you could say. Maybe Definitely. maybe have some more connections. So for, for or just people who pop into my mind is these guys I'm yeah, wearing a hat Bailey's wearing a stagger hat right now. And we met them. Yeah. We, you know, we went and shook Isaac's hand, and, and he had a crew of guys with him. Everybody was super friendly. The Northwoods Whitetailed guys were there. Um, Jeff Doyle was was really great. He stepped off stage from doing a seminar, and, and I pulled him aside, and we chatted um, quickly and kind of talked about the Adirondacks. I, I asked him about um, him shooting copper bullets. It was just uh, something I had an interest in at the time. Um, but he was super cool. He took a picture with us, and um, I don't think it'll probably be the last time that we meet Jeff because he, not. you know, seemed that personable. Uh, but just overall, it was a dedicated Big Woods event, mm-hmm. and uh, it did not fall short. Yeah, and I, I actually wanted to mention, I forgot to even tell you guys this. I was talking to uh, someone there uh, who does, like, a bunch of events, and they're like, uh, like, you know, we do a whole bunch of events all over the place, and uh, they go, we've never – had such a friendly crowd no arguments nothing like it. everyone was just friends it was just friendly there. i didn't know people argued at those events yeah. no 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 no. like this person was saying like events in general like any event i don't i don't know like oh, gotcha. she, okay yeah yeah and uh she was just like everyone's so friendly you all get along i haven't seen a single fight i'm like that's the hunting community to yeah. a tea, though you, you know, know? It's, it's funny you say that because while we were there Everybody was acting accordingly. Like everybody really was behaving. It was just people smiling, shaking hands, trading stories. You know, mm-hmm. I honestly can say it, and I didn't even think of it till now, but I definitely thought of it that day. I was so proud of the hunting community. This was somebody's personal horse farm. Yeah, you know, yeah. and there was a ton. That's what they said. The garbage, no garbage. Right. There Everyone's was a ton of people at this event. And everybody was behaving. Nobody was acting a fool. Nobody was clearly doing something that was like pushing the boundaries of whatever expectation was there. They, you know, we were being super respectful. It was literally just a group of deer hunters that just wanted to talk deer hunting just, with each other. That, that, I mean, just the entire atmosphere atmosphere represented um, the Northeast hunting culture and community so mm-hmm. well, and it was a blast. And was, I'll just say it again: hats off to Patrick Guyette, and I cannot wait for next year. Yeah, it, it, it really, awesome. it really was a show by hunters for hunters. Right. And it's just a great event. And we are so, 
so looking forward to next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's one of those things, too, where, like, everybody was so apprehensive. Because, you know, everybody's kind of meeting each other for the first time in person. Mm-hmm. And I think by next year, everybody's kind of got these established relationships now. Yep. It's going to be, like, a, you know, really good time next mm-hmm. year to, to, uh, for everybody to get together again. Right, the ice yep. has been broken. It, yeah. That's exactly yep. it. The ice has been broken. Oh, yeah, just a little side note, guys. We are recording tonight. So uh, you guys are going to be able to see this on YouTube as well this time. And just wanted to put that out there. We're yeah. sitting by the fire here. We'll, we'll see how the video turns out. Well, hopefully we'll be able to. We'll see how the editing goes. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Huntstock. You guys should, if you guys didn't go this year, you should definitely look at, yeah. into going next year for anyone listening who didn't go. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Oh, I just want to say real quick too. Shout out to the to the Just Hunt Club guys. I, I didn't mention them earlier, but obviously, mm-hmm. like you said, you were there at their booth. They had a beautiful booth. They clearly had put a lot of uh, time and effort into it. They really Dude, wanted to show out awesome. for their company. Yeah. yeah not, they, not not just saying next time interning with like their booth was awesome. No, I'll say it for you. They did a wonderful job. You know, yeah. they they were like when you went into the main building, they were definitely one of the booths that really caught your eye. Obviously, the Big Woods guys did too because mm-hmm. they had a ton of guys there in general. Like Big Woods really showed out. At, like they had quite the possibility. Mm-hmm. There. We had a big uh, crew there you, too. No, though, you did. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. did. I guess it's funny too because you can see the difference. Like the big woods guys were all like clearly seasoned hunters, are all older guys. Yeah, you know, and then and then your crew at the Just Hunt Club was was a lot of younger guys. Yeah, it's like the um, new generation coming up. Yeah, almost. they were super. So cool. All your guys were super friendly, nice. You know, some of them we knew, some of them we didn't. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, I just want um, John and Brett to know that they did a really nice job with their booth. Yeah, and I mean, that was everyone. That was a collective effort. Sure. I wasn't, I wasn't there on Thursday, unfortunately, because I couldn't be. But yeah, that was a collective effort by. Uh, the entire Just Hunt Club team Good. setting that up. I, yeah. know, I know everyone had a part in it, so that was cool. Yeah, uh, moving forward from Hunt Stock, I was gonna. I had something on my on the top of my head. I was gonna. We did some shooting today. Yeah, we did do some shooting today. You guys are gonna see that video on YouTube as well here. Pretty, you know, pretty we soon. Got a, we got a good amount of trigger time in this afternoon, which was well overdue. I mean, in years past, I think we put it off a little too much with everybody's responsibilities and stuff. But we finally found a day to get together, and it was productive shooting. It wasn't just throwing the gun on the rest. I mean, we did do that, but it was more than that. We got some really practical shooting in, and yep. it was something that I think will help us down the road. Yeah, I feel better just from having shot today. Like, my confidence is already up a little bit more. Not that you ever lose the confidence. It's just nice to, like, remind yourself that the gun's still shooting good and you're still shooting good. And Absolutely. Yeah. Well, dude, the, the confidence for me, like, I was just thinking about this as soon as we left. I was like, wow, I feel so much better now that we had a moving target versus just a stationary target. Because right. Brad... Yeah, Brad, guess, why don't you explain yeah. what you made for us there? I mean, nothing crazy, but it's really yeah, cool what you put out together. There before, but yeah, you put yeah, together you got, I mean, cool. anybody that that's big into hunting, especially like the big wood stuff, it's been. This all started back when Benoit started their track in school, and they, you know, they had the the uh, tire going across the. They had big sand pit. They have video of it, um, and everybody's kind of done it since then, and it's it is a really great idea. And at the to go back to Huntstock real quick, when Timmy Bolduck was up there with Lanny Benoit, and they were you know giving their seminar, um, Timmy did touch on how he shoots a lot like shoots a lot a lot and it probably has a lot to do with the fact that he works for woodman arms and you know it's important for them to shoot guns but um timmy said that he really likes to shoot at a rolling tire because it just you know, i think they mentioned skeet shooting too you know it's mm-hmm. also a good idea anything that trains your eye to look down the gun um and get a good feel for your trigger and all that and you know to, me and Corey have talked about this and timmy touched on as well it was you know on these 7600s the the factory trigger is just junk in them it's heavy it's so heavy and it's just junk I need um, to switch that out. On my yeah, gun. you do. You do. Because um, I did it in my gun, and it really is a world of difference. So, uh, that you know, that's what led us to doing the tire. Rolling the tire was a friggin' blast. That was so fun. It yeah. was so thrilling. So you know. effective, too. So effective. I mean, there was, I mean, a matter of three, four shots tops, we were all hitting our target. It moves like about the pace of a buck that if you could picture like your buddy just bumped the buck about 400 yards down the ridge, and he's kind of just coming through the woods, getting out of the area, and he doesn't know he's about to run into you. He's scooting out the back Right, door. it was about that pace. So it was good. You got to bring your gun up and kind of get ahead of it and pull the trigger. Yep, just get a feel for the movement. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy though what your sight picture's like on a moving target versus just what you're used to shooting at a stationary target. It's so much more, so much more fluency that goes into it, and right. it does take a little bit more practice. And mm-hmm. that, that's why I'm so glad we did that today. And, and the, it was it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was so fun. much fun. It wasn't like oh god, we have to shoot more. That like because when we're just shooting at targets that are stationary, I get that sometimes. Like I'll take a couple shots, so I'll be like, all right, I'm done with this. Right. Like, this isn't fun. I could do that for hours. Sure, like, that, was, that was awesome. And it's like, do you run your bolt? When you shoot off a bench? Yeah. I mean, you do, but you don't. That's a good point to bring up because when I was uh, 
trying to I was trying to re-rack another shell and I kind of like stuttered a little bit. I still got it in a pretty decent time and right. I ended up hitting on the second shot, but I was telling these guys I almost I don't know if it was from turkey season or like that was the freshest thing in my mind from shooting a gun. Right. But I almost like wanted to pump the gun and I stuttered and in in the video you can see that and I don't know, it just made me feel better kind of like getting that out of the way, you know, cuz yeah. if we weren't doing that I would have just waited till deer season. I mean, if I could hunt this year, I would sure. wait till deer season to do that. Just, make the, that just like the elementary basics, like clicking the safety off, bringing the gun up, firing. In our case, pump, fire again, mm-hmm. put the safety back on. Just it's good to get in that yep. habit. Yep. Pocket no, the gun, cheek to the rest. Yeah. Find your front sight, move with it. And right. there's just all those little steps that you overlook when sure. you just go to the range and, and like, you're sitting there in a stationary. Something you couldn't even expect with the tire is not that it's a competition for us, but there's like the pressure or you. Uh, I guess maybe pressure yeah. down. I'm like, well, you want to shoot good with your buddies. You know the what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, you don't want to go out there and just shoot into the dirt the whole time. Right. So it's actually, it is actually good to get you prepared for that moment. I'm not gonna you've lie. got to, it's an element of pressure. A little pressure. I'm like, sure. if I don't hit this, I'm going to feel like a jackass. <laughs> we all, yeah, and we all shot well. So it's like, yeah. I don't want to be the next guy that gets up and right. doesn't shoot well. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's well, healthy competition. Well, yeah. Competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Healthy competition. No, that was a lot of fun. We're actually, we were up at our. Our uh, hunting camp there, new hunting camp. That place is gonna be pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, it's gonna come, be awesome. Come together on opening yeah. night and stuff, and uh, yeah. that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to deer season in general. Well, yeah, so yeah. I guess I, I leave uh, under in under two weeks um, with John. I'm going with John of Just Hunt Club, obviously, and uh, we're going on our first trip. So I'm pretty excited about that. Where are you that. going? Uh, I don't know if I can say. Okay. I, I, think, I think I can. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't. Don't, don't, yeah, I don't. don't like saying anything without asking. It's all good. It's follow, all good. Follow up with the Just Hunt Club guys and yeah. uh, stay tuned, and you will see very soon where they're headed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Make sure you watch the videos. Yeah, so I'll be leaving in two weeks. I'm with that pretty, being said, I think we've all that. been shooting our bows. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. as much as I should be, but I definitely yeah. am. Yeah. I, I, I'm so wrapped up in wanting to hunt up north, Dude, I, I don't really care. I know, <laughs> I it's hard. It. It's hard. Yeah, you want to know, I have not shot my boat. Corey and I shot, I mean, literally, like, every day last summer. Right. I have not shot every day this Well, I've been summer. shooting quite a bit. I try to shoot every day, at least yeah, once a day. Yeah, you got those new uh, Chinese arrows. I did. I, so I... <laughs> Ching Chong Just choppers. be... So I, <laughs> I have a Amazon Prime card, and I build points over time, you know, and I let them build towards hunting season so if i want something i can usually buy it on amazon with the extra points that i build up right and this year i went the cheap route with arrows because i had ran out from all the arrows i've been stocking up on for the last three four years and uh i went with the cheapest ones i could find believe it or not and they're these chinese arrows i found on on amazon um they came fletched knocks in them inserts in them cut the length um and in a dozen, and I paid fifty-eight dollars for. <laughs> Holy crap! So I was, I was a little hesitant. I mean, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if these things are gonna group. I've shot um, just yesterday alone. I shot a half dozen rounds of twelve arrows, and I had no issues grouping. I had no funky flight of arrows. I mean, it was actually unbelievable. So. <laughs> I'm not trying to take away from the rest of the archery business here. You buy whatever arrows you want, but if you're looking for a bargain, I'd recommend these arrows on Amazon. They yeah, are great. What spine are they? 300 spine. Okay. Yeah, nice and stiff for what I need them for anyway. So. Corey's a scientist of the group. He's always experimenting. With, I like with experimenting, stuff. especially with the archery stuff. I just find it fun. Yeah. It's just something to pass that, time. Yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's cool. something. I mean, so with with our schedules this year, just the way, I mean, Corey has a kid now. I'm doing the internship. I mean, we're all going to be busy. Corey and I have been doing a ton of scouting in the farm country. Mm-hmm. I mean, a ton, just because we're probably not going to be able to travel all the way up up north all the time. No, I mean, so, I'll definitely be able to. We'll definitely be able to hunt up north. It just might not be as many days as right. years past. So, I mean, for bow season, we're yeah, we're getting ready to hunt in the farm country mm-hmm. for bow season for the most part. And Corey and I've been extensively scouting and kind of doing some new stuff this year. We're having a ton of well, fun. Well, yeah. With speaking of experimenting, we've been experimenting with some trail cameras, mm-hmm. um, different types of trail cameras, primarily cell cameras, because yep. we'd never really done so before. I mean, we've taken what guys that we know do, and especially like Brett of Just Hunt Club, you know, saturating an area with a ton yep. of cameras just to see what we can come up with. And it's amazing. We've only had them out for probably two to three weeks, and the amount of intel we've gained just in that two to three weeks. And granted, it's summertime. That's all at the change, but it's pretty unbelievable seeing how bucks are using certain areas, how we, A, thought they were or weren't or aren't using them how we thought they were. Um, and the amount of uh, licking branch activity that we've seen. Absolutely. Unreal. Mm-hmm. On the bucks and does equally. Crusher. Actually, I was showing Corey, Brad, a camera that you went with us to hang. Um, One of those beds up on the mountain. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So which one, of the, one specifically? So the one that's facing the west towards the neighboring property. It's the, so the second one we hung. The second one we hung, mm-hmm. where it's kind of thick around the bed. Yeah. There, I don't know if you remember, there was an old rub in yeah. the bed right there yeah. on one of the. It was. I don't know if it's a black ash, but it's a similar type yeah. tree, softwood maple, whatever. And Bailey has pictures of two does standing in the bed. Was it today or yesterday? A couple days ago. A couple days ago, and the does are licking the rub. It's pretty. It's oh, pretty that, weird. Yeah, that's very strange. <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. It was kind of yeah. odd. Yeah, I, don't I wonder know what, what that's, that's all about. I was gonna say, I wonder what that's supposed to mean. I don't, I don't know. know. It was just weird. It was. I never. I mean, well, well, I told Corey last year up behind tent camp. Do you remember that doe that was doing it to those rubs that we had back up there that we had on camera? Do you guys remember that? Oh, I probably just didn't see the pictures. I mean, I know there was a camera up there, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I mean, that's two times now I've seen does licking, licking yeah, rubs. I don't know. Weird. There might be something to it, but that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know we've been doing a lot of scouting. Adam's been out putting some cameras out up north, too. Up north, Got yeah. some yeah. nice bucks some on real camera. Nice bucks on camera. Nice bucks. Some good ones. Yep. Some up and comers. Um, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try my darndest to kill one up north with my bow. That'd be awesome. That's something I think we've all been be trying sick. to do. Yeah. And Hell yeah. Thought about doing, and I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, it, it, I thing, got nothing going down here. Not out of the realm of possibility. Oh, definitely not. I mean, many people have done it. It's just. It's a hard thing to do. I think about how hard it is to kill a deer with a yeah. rifle up there, you know, and then you add in a bow, which is, I mean, you got to have them, especially up there. You're gonna have, you're gonna need a twenty yard shot. Oh, yeah. You're not I mean, gonna be shooting thirty yards up there. Up there. Is, with as thick as it is, doesn't matter if it's a rifle, a muzzleloader, or archery, it's gonna be twenty and under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that in that area. Definitely. I hope. I hope. I really hope you get one up there. With I, the bow. I That'd would be love awesome. To do that. Be ready for that phone call because that drag's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the least of my worries that's at that point yeah, yeah dude oh my god but yeah uh going back to um what Corey was saying about the farm country the we get we just got talking today about the bucks that we have here in new york especially in the farm country kind of excluding up north in the mountains where they get the age structure and stuff they just don't get the age structure down here and it's because our rifle season goes so god dang long you know right i mean Corey was elaborating on it a little better than i probably would earlier so. we did, it's it is crazy there's just so many what i would deem to be two and a half year old but just young bucks you know nice racked young deer <laughs> and i'm not complaining about it by any means it could be much more Worse, but we definitely don't see the age structure. I mean, we pulled how many cameras up north last year? Like three or four that we had hanging up there. We had very mature bucks on just about every one of those cameras at some yeah. point or another. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been running them very long. It's still summertime. That's apt to change going into the fall down here. But the majority of the bucks that we're seeing down here back home, and I think it's attributed to, you know, our long rifle season. It's three weeks long, and it falls right in the prime time of the rut. Mm-hmm. And we give out two buck tags to everybody that buys a hunting lake. If you get your archery tag anyway. Sure, sure. Um, I think that has a lot of contribution to the fact that maybe back home here where there is more pressure and a little bit less land, we don't have that age structure like yeah. we do up north. So that's another beauty about hunting up there is you, you have a good chance of running into a mature buck at any given time. How mm-hmm. many times do people show you a trail camera picture of a really nice antlered buck around here? But it's a very young buck. All it's like, you know, it's clearly a really young deer. That eight-pointer eight eight that we have on camera has a beautiful rack. Next year, you'd be a stud. And hit, I mean, he's got to weigh what? I mean, he's lucky if he weighs 120. Yeah. He's yeah. tiny. Well, when you see those kind of pictures, and then you do see pictures that we get from bucks in the Adirondacks that are truly mature animals that are in their five, six, seven-year-old range. I mean, it's just, they look nothing alike body-wise. Nothing. I mean, these, these nice antlered bucks down here look... You know, they look just like scrawny little teenagers with big antlers. And yep, those exactly. bucks up there just look like freaking hogs. Yeah, yeah. absolute studs. I mean, yeah. their bodies dwarf these deer. Mm-hmm. They, even their faces, like, they literally look like an older animal. Dude, yeah, yep. I, they definitely do. Like, when you see someone with just a giant Adirondack buck or mm-hmm. New Hampshire, Maine, wherever. Sure. Like, you just look at him, you're like, that deer's just seen it all. Like, yeah. That's an old deer, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot of stories behind deer like that. Sure. I know. I'd love to know what they've seen in their lifetime. Oh, my God. Be, be a bird on a tree or something. Yeah, I saw you walk by you know? me four times last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. How amazing is it? Like the bucks, like like that, that are true mature bucks that have held down like a particular area for many years within their life, and they've been, they've seen many a hunter, they've smelt many a hunter. It's like you can never figure those bucks out, and it seems like they live in the deepest, darkest place. And then as soon as the snow hits the ground. 
all of a while. sudden, all of a sudden, it's like he's been right here all along. Yep, I've hunted this a hundred times, and he's been here all along. But he always beat me. Well, he's know, just Brad, not making wanna, a mistake with timing. Know, you want to know what's so funny about that? Is coming back to farm country. Like obviously, we don't track in farm country. Sure. But like coming back to farm country. We get snow, and you go and look at the tracks on the ground when there's snow here, and you're like, "Where are all like? Where are when all is, these when deer? is all this happening? Like, I've sure. never seen a deer here. Yeah, there's tracks everywhere. Yeah, yep. like okay, maybe it's nighttime movement, but like, it's mm-hmm. just crazy what you see when that snow hits the ground and the play. Yeah, like you said, like the place is like how like how are they there? Yeah, how are they there this entire time? And I haven't seen them. You know? Yeah, it's just they—they uh, they really live an amazing life. And and I would have to think that if we put ourselves in like a deer's shoes, so to speak, um, if you had, if you couldn't talk in your entire life, you spent never making noise yourself other than walking, and all you do is listen and smell all the time. I don't think they work that hard to avoid us. I think it's actually pretty freaking obvious when a hunter's coming around. It's and it's not like they're like superhuman. I mean, they're very good at what they do. But I think when you're just laying all the time and you're, you're uh, smelling and hearing and seeing, um, they pick us up pretty easily. But yeah. uh, but it's still impressive when they put a couple years under their belt and they turn into those animals that are, you know, 175 pounds or better. And uh, they just they get that big Roman nose and they get a really broad, deep chest on them. And sometimes they get like that swaggy sway belly, like a buck that that very, you'll see a lot of good bucks in the woods and you'll jump a lot of good bucks, but to jump a buck like that, it's like, you can't, that buck we got. That gives you night. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's like, wow, Wow. what a buck. Wow. (laughs) Look at that thing. That that buck we got on camera last year was one of those wow bucks. As soon as as you pulled that picture up, I just remember being like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's bigger it. than what you – I think we've talked about a lot too when you're hunting. Um, I think a lot of us just expect to see like that really nice eight-point buck be the one that we're going to shoot. Which is fine. I'm right. down for that. So you, in a, <laughs> me that. too. Oh, all day, man. Basket six. Send them our way. <laughs> uh, but when a buck of that caliber that's like 135 inches or better and he's going to be pushing 180, 190 pounds, I mean, that that's an unbelievable deer to see that thing get up. Oh, my God. You just aren't prepared for that. Bigger dude. than life. Yeah. Bigger than life. Yeah. I'll go up. I mean, I've been listening to Big big Wood, big Woods Bucks, and I've heard a couple of right. Illinois 220, podcasts. 230, dude, 240. 270. No, Imagine I know. I know. I know. It's just was. a very then different you animal. To, you know, then you go to Canada, and they get 300 pounds. What does a 300-pound buck look After like? the amount of... Uh, podcasts and videos we've digested over the years on everything tracking in, in big woods. They're clearly a different type of animal to see up there because everybody that says it, like guys that hunt New York or Massachusetts, uh, maybe like southern New Hampshire before they get into those 200-pound deer, they all say it. Like the first time you see a big main track, it's like the biggest thing you've ever seen. I can't even picture it. Mm-hmm. No, I can't can you? No, I can't. I, can't. No. I think I don't about know the biggest track like. that probably you and I have seen together there the first time right. we were up. That was a freaking huge track. That was huge. huge. I've never seen anything like that in the Adirondacks, and I have no doubt after hearing all these stories that I mean, we'd be blown out of the water still going to these other places. I'm like concerned i wouldn't know how to track a buck that big because i've never seen a track <laughs> in the sense that i wouldn't legitimately wouldn't be able to make a decision like oh is this a moose no no, you know? brad, no brad you'd be thinking tell me this isn't a spike horn again <laughs> no, don't, actually, don't you dupe me again no, you know what? i feel way way redeemed on that because i've heard a lot of, of guys talk since then about big footed young bucks well, i'm glad I've you guys lot, brought I've this up bailey too. and i on the way up to camp today were listening to Staggercast talk with uh lanny and the other gentleman there yeah. Glenn bombardier yeah and glenn hunts the adirondacks yeah great podcast it was short but it was really good and they talk specifically about the adirondacks because glenn hunts over here quite a bit and they they talked about how you need to put an emphasis over here on more of the stride and stagger than the actual foot themselves because mm-hmm. that's going to be more telling to our deer specifically because we don't have the body weight or the tracks that they have in other places. So sure. moving forward, that's something we need to keep in mind because I, I think we've all been duped. How many times have you tracked the doe down? Yeah. I've done the same thing. Sure. I mean, I've done the same thing. I'm like, wow, that's a really good track. You walk up to it and, you know, maybe kick her out of her bed or something else tells you, oh, this is a group of does. This is a doe that I've been tracking this whole time. Right, right. right so, yeah, I can't wait, though. Like, I'm sure at some point when we get some bucks underneath our belt, 
we're gonna want to start going up to Maine, the New Hampshire, maybe out to Canada once. Like I, I know it's coming in the years, yeah. years down the road I, once we have some Adirondack bucks. And it's all, it's almost not even so much getting the bucks under our belt. Like we've put ourselves in the position, we're just not sealing the deal. We're there. You know what I mean, like, we are. Like it's, it was, right. Corey it's, and I, when you guys were here, Corey and I had this conversation basically. I'm, I, I was like. I've been I've been there. I was there three times last year. Right. I put myself in the position three times last year, and I couldn't seal the deal. Like right. something happened, something minor happened. Right. And I couldn't finish it. And, and they talked a lot at Huntstock too about how there's been there's such a plethora of information out there that you can cut your learning time on tracking deer by you know a ninety percent. Because the amount of information is out that is out there, you used to have to read books to get this. Mm-hmm. But it's not even like it's not a problem going that we won't you know go the distance. It's not a problem going back day after day. It's no. not a problem going into a place that we've never never been before. It's just once we're within you know that two to three hundred yards of him, then it's the only deal. Or sh- seeing him before he sees us when we get close. Enough. We have the big picture. It's refining and honing the minor, minute details yes. and skills. Which, that's what it, that's all it really comes down to at this point. It's putting the small pieces of the puzzle together because right. we have the outer frame and the sure. outer shell ready. It's just putting that core Which piece. is the hardest part. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. what separates yeah. consistent trackers from, mm-hmm. from your yeah. average tracker. Yep. 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 It's all it's it's like climbing a mountain. You're almost to the pinnacle. You know, We've climbed the majority yeah. of it. you got to get up that last steep part sure. though, to get to the best stuff. I, I'm actually enjoying this part right now because I'm afraid if we start knocking them down on a regular basis like that it'll lose. Yeah, like, I don't want to wear out this feeling i don't want to wear right. out the chasing yeah. you know the the allure of just continuing right. to chase I, I, them i, I like the struggle yeah. 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 yeah 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 absolutely and the allure of and as much as i love trail cameras i do agree with you brad too i love the unknown i love the unknown of not knowing like holy shit i could walk up on a 170 inch right. freak of nature right. buck up there but, but at any that, given time but that, that's the same thing like i was saying before you you could haul a whole season somewhere and like it just ain't really happening. And then you pull your cameras and you're like, what? It was the happening world? the whole time. Like, what in the world? Yeah. This doesn't even seem real. The bucks like this were mm-hmm. in this area. Yeah. We hunted here all year. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Know, what is going on? You know, I think it, they live underground. Yeah, I, it feels that way. It really <laughs> feels that way. Uh, it's those odds and end places, though, that those big bucks are, are making it through. They know what makes they it know so fun. So much better than we could ever dream of. Oh, man, they're slick. They are slick. Papa, I got a wanna, pump that's pretty throw, slick. Throw another piece of wood on that fire so we don't lose our light here. Yeah. I had to go adjust that light for you guys. <laughs> Get you guys some more light. You're looking oh, a little that dark out real well. <laughs> Ow. I love that we have this on video now. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Papa. Thank you, brother. That'll do for now. Yeah, that'll do. So what's everybody's goals for the season? Um... Uh, for for me, um, well, let's do individual and group. Yeah, individual goals and group goals. Nah, I've been yapping enough over here. Go, Adam. What's your goal, brother? Oh man, can't you give me a minute to think? Well, about you kind of already said it. You want to shoot a goal? You yeah, on an individual yeah, level. I'd, okay, so individual level, I guess, because I'm gonna mainly dedicate a lot of my season up. Most of my season is gonna be up north, um, especially with getting to go. I'm going to Illinois with my father. Um, the last week of October and the first week of November, um, which is, I am so excited for that. So I'm going to spend the rest of my, dedicate really dedicate the rest of my season to being up north prior to that trip and after. Um, and I would love to just, just finally just, it's been a few years since I've really sealed the deal on one up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I guess, I guess my goal for the season would be to, to be able to look back on the season if I don't get one and know that I get did one. everything in my power to put myself in a position to get Amen. One. Mm-hmm. We want one. Absolutely. We want that for you in the worst way. We've it's, talked it's about it a lot a, without you around. I want to see your, I yeah, I really see your want face you after yeah. you fucking pull the trigger. Oh, excuse my language, but after you pull <laughs> yeah. the trigger on one, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're gonna, we're going to have to edit that out, guys. Yeah. I got a potty mouth. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Anyways, can't wait. I can't wait yeah. to see your face when you pull the trigger on it a nice, juicy head around Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a hammer, dude, but just something that gets you excited. You know, that would be a lot of fun. I spent You're due for one. You you have. You're due for one. You and Bailey both. I'm, yep. I'm so looking forward to that day. I mean, Brad and I now have 
one under our belt up north. You'll know when you know. it happens. You'll be you able know. to hear me from wherever you guys are. You'll know. <laughs> you'll, be out. you'll be bellowing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bellowing like a billy goat up there. What about there. you? What's your my goal? <laughs> Finishing a track. I mean, I told Corey this earlier. If I get on a track this year and it's the right conditions, I mean, there's, I, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. That's a mindset. Dude, last year, like I was just saying, no, I you don't to, have to. You're going to. There's yeah. a difference. Don't put the pressure uh, and, on that you I, have to. You just know you're going to. I'm going to, and I'm I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So, yeah. you know, I, I like I was just saying, I had three times this past season where I came dang close to doing it. Sure. And um, I I wanted to go back. You guys were kind of talking about like the. Um, information being out there about tracking and stuff and uh you know all that information is great it's i mean it's great this is what got all of us started right and pointed in the right direction you know the how bloods the dinitos and the, um, all those guys adam arquette adam arquette todd mead all those guys yeah but at the end of the day the only way you're truly going to learn is being out there and doing it mm-hmm. and last year was my learning season I mean, I I put everything in my back pocket. Every time I'd mess up, I'd be like, "That's not gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that again." And I feel like the, if if I do get any days to track this year, I feel like I'm gonna have that just slight advantage. Obviously, I'm not a professional right. at this point. I'm right. just gonna be my second season, but I'm gonna get it done. So that's my cool. goal: finish the track. Love it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think, and I just want to see. You made me think when you were were saying that is even with all the information. Uh, one thing that'll definitely never change is the effort that you have to put into it. You know what no, I mean? Like, I don't care not. how good a shot you are or how good you are. You could be the best person in the world at aging a box track. But if you can't dedicate yourself to putting in the effort to go try and find that deer and kill him, it just doesn't work. Like, I, I remember we hunted a spot last year where I went three miles before I even cut a box track. So I'm already six miles round trip for the day. And we haven't even started tracking yet. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you pick up a really good box track. You are three miles in already. He's easily going to take you for at least another one and a half, two mm-hmm. or three. You oh, wanna, easily. What, you know? Absolutely. Now you're talking nine, ten, ten mile day. That's a lot to commit to. Some guys just are like, uh, this is a nice track, but I'm, I'm three miles in. I'm, I'm not going any farther. Right. So, right. so, dude, like the thing, the thing that I appreciate most about good hunters is the effort they put into it, whether that's tracking, whether that's, you know, going in the farm country and, and killing bucks in the farm country. When I see someone like putting in just a maximum amount of effort mm-hmm. and paying off for them, dude, that's, I, I love that. Like, yeah. it, like, so Brett, um, like Brett hunts a totally different way than we've ever hunted, you know, sure. like, but the amount of effort that he puts in to kill the bucks that he does mm-hmm. is like, it's, dude, it's that's awesome. Yeah, like, in a way, awesome. and I'm not taking away from anybody else, but it's, it's more deserving in a lot of ways. You like oh, to yeah. you like to see the winners come through, like when they're putting in that much effort. Sure, like it, it, it's fine. You know, it, like the, there's the people who go out. You know, like I'm going to go out for a weekend. You know, I'm going to go right. out opening weekend, which that's that's fine if that if you're that person. But I just like I mean, it's in, with anything. I like people who put in a lot of sure. effort. Well, you could also talk to somebody that shoots pretty good deer consistently. That's not putting in a ton of effort like mm-hmm. maybe they have access to like some crazy good property or something and when you talk to them like kind of the conversation you're like want to nod off you're like you're not telling me anything that intrigues me at all <laughs> I, I could but, but you could sit and talk to brett and be absolutely enthralled in what he is telling right what he's telling like you're like tell me more i mean my god this all makes so much sense why did i never see it like this right before? So, right. While, so while brett and i were up doing our scouting and all that stuff when i went up with him dude we talked the entire time and we probably could have talked all day long through the night, just sure. like telling stories and sharing information, like. But that's he knows all that stuff because he's put all the work in over the years. You yeah. know, yeah. people who haven't put that work in, they aren't gonna have that knowledge that right. he does about right. it, and that's what makes it so intriguing. And this isn't about outworking other no, guys. No, 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 it's not. I got anybody. No, it ain't about that. Know. I'm just saying. There's there's some guys that that are willing to. That's not what I want to say either. When you're going to do this game, you have to commit to it because it sucks. Mm-hmm. The walk freaking sucks. The walk out when you're four miles back, it freaking sucks, man. Mm-hmm. It never gets better. No. And especially when you're not doing well. Yeah. And especially when you're trying to track a freaking deer, man, and you can't make this 
you can't make it work and you didn't even come close to catching up with him or you bumped him out of a bed three times and you knew you were going to come to a bed every time and there he is and it's like what am i doing wrong here yeah it's a month i know into there's the gonna season. be a bed here yep. and i still spook him out every time yeah. it's a month into there. the season now you walk, haven't slept right, right. you haven't now ate four right. miles out of the woods and guess what tomorrow's monday and you're back to work like are you still willing to do it then <laughs> I, I guess, exactly. so I, I, guess what exactly. I, I guess what i was trying to say through this whole thing is like i am just so appreciative of people who like put in the work like yeah. I, I, admi- I admire them that's mm-hmm. what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say like it's very admirable yeah, yeah. people who put in that work and sure. gain that knowledge yeah. and that's every guy that we met at hutstock yep. it's yes. every one of them oh absolutely yeah. you know, absolutely everyone. yep absolutely it was awesome so we well, got, got we got a little sidetrack yeah my, I, well, I, I get, supposed to say it was good though <laughs> on a group level I, I would like to see us you know the days that we do have together work together as yeah, a group and we definitely want to do that. that that's something i really am looking forward to absolutely i i know we were kind of like broken records brad and i here but the few times that him and i have done it it's been it's worked flawlessly i mean not necessarily to kill a big buck but to just move deer around and i think that as a group we put together some really good area you know we've come up with some really good areas to focus in on and mm-hmm. and we can find success strategically hunting it together yep. mm-hmm. so that's something i'm looking forward to as a group yeah that's, that'd be that'd be mine for the group yep yep That'd be a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I couldn't really think of anything else because sure. we no. we have talked about that extensively. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, these, kind from of, time to time, you know. Yeah, I mean, it kind of wraps in with with my own personal goal because I want to finish the track too. Blah 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 blah. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. I want. To, I definitely want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, there that there's no doubt. Yeah. Um, but I I really am looking forward to bear grounding again this year because I should be two for two at this point. Like Redemption. I've done pretty well with the bear grounding, Very well. and I really do feel like I have a, a knack for putting myself. Um, in a, an opportunity to get lucky on a buck. I don't like that you either. You find the right areas yeah, to be I, in at the right time. Right. I put myself in a position to at least yeah. meet up with a deer yes. and mm-hmm. have my opportunity. Um, and with that being said, I feel like we have really talked to some good people during this offseason, Todd Mead being one of them, um, Adam certainly being one of them, and then somebody else was talking Reese. Oh, you know what? Isaac um, Young was talking about it in one of the stagger casts about mm-hmm. working and hunting with other guys. Actually, might have been one of their first ones they did, but anyways... Um, we, we, we haven't been working that angle yet, um, of really trying to kill a buck together. Um, and I, and I, I just, I have like the utmost confidence that that's going to work this year, almost to the point where like, I, I think we're going to kill a buck doing that this year. I really, I really do. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't normally say that. It was almost like last year, like I could vividly remember us being in the tent or whatever. And we'd be like, oh, let's tomorrow morning. We'd all going to go to this Mm -hmm. spot. Like we're going to do this. And then we'd wake up and we'd (laughs) all be groggy and tired and be like, yeah, now we're all going our separate ways. Like, well, isn't that every, isn't that every hunting trip like at night? everybody's like so pumped for the next day and then when the next day comes everybody's kind of getting going maybe you weren't going to go to the spot you talked about the night before now yeah you know, Corey's like, just like, going to hang it's so cold in here yeah. I'm going to cut firewood this morning <laughs> yeah alright there's like, snow well, in the forecast in three weeks okay perfect well it was it was almost kind of like one person would be like and it always start off like one person would be like yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm just going to go over here. You guys can go do that, though. And then everyone else will be like, Oh, just say my uh, name already. No, no, really. I'm saying, because Corey did <laughs> oh, it. No, too. I stayed at camp more days than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys go have your fun. <laughs> you definitely, I mean, you definitely did. You you like hunting alone. That's like, uh, that's just how you hunt is alone. Sure. So. Yeah, no, I don't and like then it. Todd yelled at me for it. <laughs> no, he Todd, did. He did. Speaking yeah. of speaking of Todd yeah. and Adam, I am so looking forward to getting them back. Yeah, on. yeah. I, I absolutely love talking to both of them. So we're I'm, gonna get I'm them back on before yeah. hunting season, probably like right before hunting season, to yeah. kind of kick everything off. And I think that's gonna be a great podcast. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I can't yeah. wait to hear more stories. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, if you guys like, I mean, we said this in a couple podcasts, but if you guys have anyone who you want to hear, we'd like to kind of keep it someone out of the northeast um if you guys have anyone you want to hear reach out to us let us know we just enjoy the in-person podcast so that's why they're not like every week because we don't want to just be calling people on the phone it's like a whole different experience when you can see somebody's face and read body language and enjoy each other like that yeah yeah talking talking i mean like the podcast with zach was great it was awesome talking yeah i mean it's always awesome that's different he was across the country as it wasn't as feasible but yeah yeah and it'd be cool to meet people too like go to jeff doyle's house you know meet him if, yeah. if he would be, let us do such a thing and check check it out or meet up with isaac and those guys because they're right up here in vermont it's just nice to see country that's not our own well i know i talked to uh last year i was talking to eric bowick um what's his name on 80k trackers 80K trackers what's um, his name 
<laughs> yeah, watch well, his, his name. Um, yeah, no, I was talking to Eric Bullock, and we were going to go there. He has – it was either him or Hunter Bob's house. They have, they have a ba- uh, basement bar down there. Cool. We are going to go there. Yeah, but... that's another group of guys I'd really like to go. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just kind of fell apart. But yeah, everybody's busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we definitely would like to talk to them still because, I mean, they – they have just killed some monsters well, up there. Well, they have there, a cool you know? group thing going on, kind Very of like cool us. They actually thing. have a bigger group, but those guys hunt really well together, and they're really good about having each other's back when somebody shoots a deer. Like, you, everybody you can tell comes. how close they are. Yeah, everybody yeah. comes and gets the deer out and all that. So. They're killers, dude. They're killers. Yeah, they shoot really nice yeah. deer. I'd like to know where they hunt. Because <laughs> 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 they got themselves a and, nice area. So yes, I, they do. I'm glad you said I'd like to know where they hunt, Brad, because it made me think of it. You know, I was talking to someone from Big Woods Bucks who hunts up in the Adirondacks. It was Mark Sheeran and yeah. uh, his son, Austin. And, the, you know, it, this is like people we look up to, like how we got into like tracking and all that stuff. Sure. And then you talk to them and it's like, well, you hunt the same damn place that we hunt. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's so true. That, yeah, you're right. You're right. Funny. Yeah, I talked to them for like an probably like 40 minutes at Huntstock. I know. Creek. We expect them to say, you know, like a place and us to be like, <gasps> Now, where's that? <laughs> you know, they, know, they say places that we've been to, you know, more, yep. more than once. More than once. Oh, you God. did what? <laughs> you, I've never heard of such now, a where thing. Is that? Where is this? <laughs> is there a magic trick that goes along with that? Well, Adam ran into uh, Adam. He, he actually remembered, too. I brought up. I said, uh, I was like, yeah, you ran into uh, Adam h- my hunts up and <laughs> All right. No, no, this Adam. No, no I know. But I just want you to put the bleep on there. Like, <laughs> the big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you ran into uh, uh, him up in yeah. Massachusetts. Down in Mass. You yep. remember that? He was saying he was having a hell of a day. Was <laughs> that oh, the no. crunchy snow day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the day Brad lasted all about three minutes. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's giving me credit. That sucked. Uh, crunch, crunch. Yeah, I'm headed back home. Uh, it was like but crunch I, times five that day, every I, step. that day I found a giant track. Yeah. Yeah, Massachusetts. You just, just got to put in the effort. How, how'd that go for you, brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, a lot of guys say they like hunting crunchy snow. Maybe I, I just need to give it, you know, some more effort. It just it doesn't feel right when you're hunting crunchy snow. After, to be fair, after I got you cut off the third time, yeah. I, I called it a day. I'm I don't blame also. you, dude. I don't blame you. My truck was oh, a lot more comfortable dude, you wanna, that day. You want to know what I did that day? And <laughs> this is awful. It was also like what De- December. <laughs> it was late. Whatever. It was late. extremely we late. Were, yeah. We were burnt by this yeah, point. Yeah, we were just done hunting at that point. We we pull in there, and uh, I pull in. I walk up through this. There's like a little cut, and I walk like a hundred yards into it, and I go, "Yep, I'm going home." <laughs> I yeah. turned right back around, walked down the mountain, hopped my truck, and left. And Adam and Tyler called me. They're like, "Hey, hey, you, where'd you, where'd you end up going?" I was like, "Yeah, I ended up going home." <laughs> like, what? That was a strange day, apparently. It was a very dude. strange was, day. I was, I was not. Yes, I don't. But I mean, where we were, it's it's so late in the season that. Everybody from every surrounding state is trying to Those hunt the same Vermonters. area. Yeah, like guys from everywhere. Yeah, you Vermonters or something else, I tell you. <laughs> you guys, uh, hats off to you guys. Yeah. You find a way to hunt every piece of property on every inch of this earth, I swear. It was, and, and it was guess, you and I that same week. Remember we saw that, that freaking pack of like... 40 Vermonters getting ready to Oh, they roll them. deep, man. They oh roll deep. Let me t- let me t- they're killers, too. They are. They kill everything. <laughs> I went with a buddy, old Josh Whitney. We went down to New Jersey in uh, February. And believe it or not, Jersey season's still open then with shotgun. And we went down to some random piece of public land down there, and there's like five Jersey or Vermont <laughs> trucks down there. I'm like, you guys just don't quit. It's Tom, February 15th right in now. New Jersey, just the state, is like big city to these guys. <laughs> yeah, right. So they right. went really out of the comfort yeah. zone. Anything <laughs> to fill the freezer, bud. Yeah. <laughs> they were shooting, man. They were, they were killing something. Uh, when we went to Mass with the muzzleloaders, on one road, I counted 14 Vermont trucks. Yeah. On one yeah. road, I was like, these guys are hunters. I yeah, mean, they do, man. Dude, they are freaking green plates everywhere. Yep. Where were we? Yep. Uh, or what was the plate? What was the state plate for the guy that shot that buck? Uh, New Hampshire. Was it New Hampshire? New Hampshire. Yep. Uh, yeah, that guy. We, Brad and I, we were so pumped. You know, we're up north for for the week or whatever. We had high hopes. Going had a good into this day area. the day before. Well, you had a great day yeah. the day before. Yeah. So know. going back to the same spot. Going back to the same spot. We pull in and we're like, huh, somebody else here today. One, tr- one truck. Just one truck, though. No big deal. You know, yeah. New Hampshire plates. Okay. So Brad and I go our separate ways, and 
Brad breaks off to the right. I go out to the left, and you didn't go how far until you've picked up that track. It wasn't very far. Yeah, to... maybe another 100 or 200 yards. Yep. And Whopping track. Once you know it, Mr. New Hampshire found the same track. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes this buck. Correct me if I'm wrong. Takes this buck. He goes right up on the mountain, right above the parking lot. And it wasn't 30 minutes into legal shooting light. Easily. Boom. I'm like, I don't think that was Brad. We <laughs> come out later that afternoon. Here's the drag marks. Here's this gentleman. Bloody drag R- marks. Bloody drag marks right to his tailgate. I'm like, wow, I'm glad it's so easy for everybody out of state around here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he comes from New Hampshire, gets to shoot one next to the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, and but, it had to have been a good buck because he had a wicked hoof on yeah, him. Really. Yeah. Here we are, just a couple chumps, just yeah. walking around the woods. This guy's getting the job done. Seriously. You know, oh, oh, man. Never losers. fails. No, yeah, good for you. Who that was? If you're listening, yeah, yeah, we're just send honestly, us a picture. I want to see that. Box. I don't yeah. want to see we'll what he looks. Know, we'll, we'll, if you private message us, we'll tell you where it was. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely tell you where it was. <laughs> we're just busting out everyone. Yeah, the whole yeah, shooting the breeze. It's just, just funny. Um, Except the Vermonters. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're not kidding. <laughs> just oh. kidding. You stagger cast guys seem yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, you guys are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody else. Uh, their coat. Their coat looks. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like I to say over, did you go over and see that, Brad and Adam? Yeah. Um, I saw yeah. it hanging there, and we saw like the pattern and everything, and it did look great. And we were talking to uh, Isaac had. Uh, I think he might have been doing a podcast um, at the time that it would, we had it would be like there. the brothers. Going and doing a podcast, right? Us two, us two beyond, hanging back. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah, let me finish that 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 thought. I just want to say, we talked to the guy. We just said how excited we are to see that now. Big Woods, Bucks, and the Stagger guys are getting into the wool game. Well, I guess I mean Big Woods has been it, but they're they're trying to keep it going because wool just seems to be. Like hard to find, yeah, hard to find. It's just dude. going away. Yeah, it's just going away. And like really great. successful companies. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants to go to synthetic bullshit these days. Yeah, I, hate I to mean, say it, no but thanks, that's, no that's thanks. The way of the world it Let sucks. me tell you, I tracked in first light gear last yeah. year. You don't want to do it. No, and it, I mean <laughs> even laugh. even so, like we just like the nostalgic. We like wearing wool. I love we wearing like wearing wool. plaid I love wool. It. Like I'm it's a thing around here. Like if you want, look at any old school picture. People wore wet. Plaid wool right here. It works. <laughs> yeah, it does work. It works awesome. Yeah, it's unbelievably quiet. There mm-hmm. is no noise to be made when something wax wool. And uh, I don't know, slide around in snow all day in wool pants. Let me know how you make out. You'd probably be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see where those guys take it. I am. And honestly, I'm pretty interested in yeah. one of their coats. Yeah. I, but I will say that I, I mean, Isaac, if it means anything to you, I don't always love wearing red or green check. Like, I think there's patterns that probably blend in better in the woods. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, uh, Northeast Whitetail guy, uh, did I say that right? Northeast the Whitetail, black and white checker. Black and white checker, yeah. perfect for the snow. That looks Why awesome. is that not a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. blends in so much better. Looks so yeah. good, so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that trailer where he's wearing that jacket and he pulls up on that buck mm-hmm. there. That, he looks if so good. If you're wearing like that top with like uh, the gray. Uh, Adirondack style pit. What do they even call that pattern? Uh, like the Johnson. Just makes. Adirondack yeah, plaid. Yeah, Adirondack yeah. plaid. So I, yeah. I know that. I don't know why I didn't say that. The, with the Adirondack plaid, I mean, that pretty much disappears in the snow. You either look like the trunk of a tree or you look like snow. Just endless background. Yeah. That backdrop. That's a really yeah. great pattern. Yeah. Definitely. Well, while we're shouting people out here, North those are Northeast Whitetail guys. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I watched their trailer. Oh, that I, trailer's awesome. I'm pumped to see what they come out Me with. Me too. That stuff looks awesome. That trailer's sweet. Stuff looks awesome. It's exactly the type of hunts that all of us would want to have. Like, they yeah. look like yeah. awesome That hunts. one where the deer's mm-hmm. running, like, right at them. And they yeah. Start- oh, that's great. He just <laughs> out yeah. through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for that. That looks really oh, cool. Oh, that's great. Uh, but, no, when I was I was biting my tongue over here because Brad was talking, but you got to tell him about the, the brothers thing. <laughs> no, I mean, when just me quick, and Adam were quick, at, it's funny. Yeah, when me and Adam were unbelievable. At, yeah, Adam, you can tell. Go ahead. No, dude. no, you go ahead. You uh, go when we were at Huntstock. There was two different booths or two different people. I'll leave one nameless because we like them, but there was two different people that we spoke to that we we just kind of you know shamelessly mentioned that we were with Adirondack Bucks and Beyond it and not and I always made it clear because I'm very humble like as we are as a group I'm like listen we're just small time man like I yeah. I just want you to let, want you to know who we're here with or whatever maybe you've seen us and uh, both times these these groups people were like oh yeah yeah the brothers yeah, the 
yeah, the brother. One said Bailey, and one, and then like the other guy, I think might have been like, yeah, well, like Corey, right? And it's like, oh no, I mean, me and Adam, we're part of the group, but apparently, if you're not one of the brothers, you're unrecognizable. Yeah. Uh, they're the Beyonds, yeah. Yeah. Adirondack brothers and Beyond. Yeah, that's right, Buck no. brothers and Beyond. No, no, absolutely, that, not. it was just, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was really the first funny. Thing Brad said it, he comes up to me, and he's like. I guess we don't mean anything. <laughs> uh, I'm here for the to be famous, and apparently I'm never going to make it. You're here for the glory, baby. You just ain't making the cut, Brad. Hey, hey, we tried it today, and you sucked. Yeah, I, I cut myself out today. <laughs> yeah, cut. No, end this. End this. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, one, one, one last thing I want to mention. Cause we, what's out, what do we got for time here? On that. Oh, yeah, we're going on in almost an hour. Um... I wanted to mention the 175 pound club again. Mm-hmm. Just let everyone know that we are still going to be doing that. We're uh, waiting on some things, and then uh, we're going to get these patches ordered up. We talked to some people about it, and it sounds like some people are excited that we're doing it. So, do I'm we have ex- any idea what kind of like? Uh... No, we got to talk about it. We yeah. haven't talked. I yeah, meant so to talk the... to you guys about it today, but we have to come up with like kind of like a set system of how we're going to do yeah, it. We need to establish something official, and and when we do, we'll certainly get it out there. I'd say probably via social media that'd be the best way to reach everybody and and we'll figure out a way to keep tabs on you know the bucks that, that get killed and we think we definitely need it. to talk about what it's going to look like mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i definitely want it to represent um the adirondacks as, as best the we patch, can the patch the, the patch itself like yes. what it's yeah. going to look like yeah um I don't know yet. I mean, we're going to have to reach out to – I'm going to have to find a company to, to make them to begin with. Or which, do we make it more neutral and not so Adirondack-based and it's just a general 175-pound, you know, I, I think it's – but I just think it's very better. specific to the Adirondacks. Yeah. You know, because like, that's just like – The thing I is, though, too, I, I think like in Vermont, Vermont – yeah, yeah, I think Vermont, Vermont would like, fit, too. Yeah, the Vermont guys could totally get in on that. Dude, that's a great idea. I didn't even think of it. Yeah, because they don't really get those 200-pounders. They do, do, but it's more like I'm the Northeast Kingdom, and and they talk about everybody that I hear. They say there's not as many of them left these days. Hey, if any Vermonters are listening to this, I know we're ragging on you. (laughs) 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 We're asking for forgiveness. We ask for your forgiveness. And uh, leave leave a comment down below because it's going to be on YouTube too. So leave a comment down there and let us know what you guys think about that. Yeah. Or if any of you are like good artists, you know, like just send in like a good idea for a for a drawing. Oh, great Hell idea! Yeah. It's not something we're gonna pay you for. It's not like that. Like as a hunting community, if you are like yeah. a good with a you know pen, pencil, or whatever, yeah, you have a good idea, send it in. Yeah. Yep. It's just something else too to give people. You know, it's something to look forward to. I should say. Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll fun. be a lot of fun. So, you guys got anything else before we before we oh. start wrapping it up? That's good. Yeah, I'm excited to put this on YouTube and try giving it a di- little different look. Maybe we could do a little better with the lighting next time. <laughs> it's probably going to be a lot of video of the camera looking through smoke the entire time. <laughs> That's all right. It'll give it a little little character to the video. Mm-hmm. But Looking right. forward to the upcoming season, guys. Yeah, guys. Yep. yep, definitely looking forward to it. And as I said in the YouTube video, we'll see it, see how everything plays out for our content. Mm-hmm. It's August year. 20th. We're almost yep. into September. And once almost September so hits, it rolls right in. It certainly everyone, does. Everyone get... Get practicing if you haven't yet with your bows and your rifles and start thinking about getting ammo because there's not a lot of that out there right now. Yeah, definitely get your ammo now. Yep. I got it. Especially if you're living in New York State. Bought two boxes, mm-hmm. 7mm 08, $100. Yes. We just found out today wow. before we close it out. It's going to be much, much harder to buy ammo come September 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy at yep. the gun shop was explaining the new process to us. And mm-hmm. there's a whole... Man. It's going to cost more, and it's yeah. going to take a lot longer. I probably should go buy another box or two. Yeah. I should probably buy turkey ammo, like, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another good point. For yeah. the TSS. Because mm-hmm. it has yep. to be ordered. Yep. How's that work? Well, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I think... We'll, we'll probably be doing another podcast pretty soon because we're getting close to the season. I think we have a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. get some new people on, and we'll be back real soon. So with that being said, thanks for uh, listening, guys. We'll uh, catch you next time. As always, go give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all under Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>